Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one insightful page of Talmud every day. And in today's pages, Ketubot 23 and 24, we get this little paragraph that feels like, well, it kind of feels like the Talmud invented game theory long, long, long before we moderns thought about it. Have a listen. The sages taught in a Tosefta. If there are two women, and one of the women says, I am tainted, not pure, and my counterpart is pure. She is deemed credible on both counts. If she says, I am pure, and my counterpart is tainted, she is not deemed credible with regard to herself, nor with regard to her counterpart. If she says, I and my counterpart are both tainted. She is deemed credible with regard to herself, but she is not deemed credible with regard to her counterpart. If she says, I and my counterpart are both pure, she is deemed credible with regard to her counterpart, but she is not deemed credible with regard to herself. Here is the entirety of interpersonal human relations in one playful little paragraph. And to help us parse it and understand it deeper is one of my favorite people, thinkers, teachers, writers, rabbis, Rabbi Sari Laufer. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. What is going on in this game theory avant la lettre, this great example of, you know, a woman coming, testifying about herself and about her friend, and the rabbis give us very specific instructions on when to believe her and when not to. What's, what, what's going on here? So I should say, I'm going to say one thing first, which is that um, I actually think game theory is what broke me as a budding political science major. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, we'll we'll see how that goes. I mean, look, I also will say I find it particularly painful to read texts like this, I think, in the ethos of the world right now, um, in the sense of, you know, when do we believe women? Uh, about their own experiences, Um, which is, I I mean, to some extent, which is, I think, at the heart of both Yivamot and and to some extent Ketubot, right, is is this question of, like, what about women's experiences are true? Who who gets to tell the story of women's experiences? Um, And and here, this deeper question, which comes up in, in different ways throughout the Talmud of when do we believe women? And sort of fascinating, right, that here a woman can, I don't know if implicate is the right word, but can sort of implicate herself and, what's the right word? Um, and like free someone else, but can't necessarily free herself in the story. And yet, I, I, I totally hear it. That's a deeply necessary reminder. And yet, as I understand it, at least, I'm very curious to hear your thoughts. There's, there's some kind of almost morality tale at play here, which basically says, okay, look, in any instance in which we may suspect that a person is trying to further their own interests over those of their friends, we're going to say no way. In any instance in which we feel that that person may be trying to help another human being, we're going to accept that charitable instinct, even though we may remain suspicious of of the person themselves. Does that Does that resonate with you? Yes, I will say right. I think that is a that is a generous read of it. I don't think it's a an unrealistic read. I think it is like the generous read of it. And I think I certainly would sort of read it differently if we were if we took gender out of it. Um, but you can't do that in these texts um, because they are at the heart of what's going on. Um, but yes, there is this sense of like, okay, if you are lifting your friend up, we'll take that. But there's also, you know, the, the darker side of that of, is also like, if you're putting yourself down, we'll also take that. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we're, we're, we're sort of equal opportunity uh, offenders. So um, other than 
believe women and actually <laughs> hear uh, them out when, when they speak. What, what lessons about human behavior, about judging others uh, with kindness, uh, etc., might we take from this difficult and playful little paragraph? I mean, I, I think, look, I think the one you named is, is sort of a beautiful lesson, you know, here of, of sort of sticking together. And, and like I said, like lifting someone else up um, when you're able to. And, and you know, I think in, in the words that we might use today, it's like she seems to be amplifying. And it's, you know, it's sort of beautiful that they use the word, you know, Chaberati, like my my dear one, um, and certain for the rabbis, like my chavruta, right, which is this like incredibly deep relationship. It's not just a neighbor. It doesn't seem to be just sort of a random person who who maybe she was captured with, right? Like there is a deep relationship there. Right. This is this is a friend. This is someone who I genuinely care about, which is a whole right. emotional operation principle, operating principle. And and I also think it is important that for the rabbis, Kevruta is more than a friend, right? It is this, like, it is your study partner. It is the person who, you know, they use that language of iron sharpens iron, right? It's the person you test your ideas with. Um, for I, I would say for the rabbis, the Kevruta is, is the most important relationship in their lives. Um, certainly their wives are off to the side and, and the Kevruta is really central. And so there is this sense of these two women who have, have a deep relationship. And, and so I do love the idea of saying, like, okay, if she is telling of her experience, I am going to amplify that experience for her. Like, I'm going to amplify her story. Hallelujah to that. Rabbi Sari Laufer, thank you for this teaching and for these powerful reminders, and as always, for being our guest. Happy to be here. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Rusquet and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic and we will see you again soon.